Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. We're in week 11, and I got my man Javi here from San Diego. Javi, how you doing, brother? Ah, uh, man, I'm good to go. I already got all my lineups set for Sunday. I don't think much is going to change. I'm, I'm sticking with my gut, so ready to rock wanna, and roll. I want to let everybody know that I'm extremely, extremely jealous of Javi because I live in New York, and this dude is going to play a softball game on Friday night, and my softball season ended about a month ago. So I'm kind of jealous of you, brother. I wish I lived in sunny San Diego with you, man. Yeah, we got room. Come on and move move over here whenever you want. And we got the best weather in, in the United States. So let's get into the slate. The first game is a game that I'm going to be attacking. I think a lot of people are going to be attacking. It's probably going to be some extra ownership of Lamar Jackson after what he did, you know, in week 10. But, you know, he's in a good spot again here. I don't think there's a reason to fade him other than the fact that he's kind of expensive. Um, other than that, though... He's in a great spot again versus Houston. This Houston secondary is weak. He's been running the ball, throwing the ball. And I think Houston can score um, some points with Baltimore. So they're not going to give up as easy as, um, you know, Lamar had it in week 10 here. So he should put up a good 20 to 30 point game here. How do you feel about this game, Avi? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little off Lamar because I, my plan for this week is to pay more up on running back and wide receiver. Um, uh, but if you're going to do cash lineup, I, I feel like you have to include Lamar. He's one of the, the must plays. But if you're going to go Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas this week, you, you can't get Lamar Jackson either. So he's he's the top quarterback of the slate. He projects the highest. It's just tough to fit him in your line. There's just, there's just better plays out there. So that's that's the problem that we have here. But, I mean, if you fade McCaffrey or Thomas, I say you have to get Lamar Jackson. So. That's how now, I feel with on Lamar, that. Lamar, is it simple and just play Mark Andrews with him? Do you like Hollywood Brown here? Do you fade Lamar? Maybe find a way to get sneaky and play Mark Ingram here. If you play Lamar Jackson, do you run him back with some DeAndre Hopkins? What do you do if you are playing this game? Yeah, if you play Lamar, I think you have to go Marquise Brown for the salary savings because then you can you'll, you'll be sitting all right with salary, especially on FanDuel um, with McCaffrey or Thomas. You can have a, a balance lineup with Andrews is a little too much. And Houston actually ranks as a top 10 against the tight end. So I don't like the matchup for Mark Andrews. So I, I would just run it with Marquise Brown and Lamar Jackson. And do you believe in this Baltimore defense now? They made some moves. Are they legit now? Are they the Baltimore Ravens defense of the past? Or are we, are we going to attack them maybe with Hopkins if they're playing Lamar Jackson or Will Fuller if he plays? What are we doing there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so last I read, Wolf Fuller's leaning more towards out than in, according to my sources. But uh, I, I don't mind attacking the passing game. I think the running game is pretty solid. Plus, Houston doesn't have a very good running game with Hyde or Duke Johnson. So um, if you're going to do a large entry GPP, I'm, I'm okay with Deshaun and Hopkins. But again, there's just better pay-up spots than Hopkins this week. Baltimore's not the defense they used to be, but I'm not really on Houston this week. Yeah, I can agree to that. I think uh, Lamar Jackson naked in cash games is probably the best play from this game. Uh, but I can see some pairings of him with Mark Andrews or Hollywood Brown. Um, second game of the slate, I think you can get some value. I like Josh Allen as a running quarterback versus Miami defense. I like the Buffalo defense, you know, a little bit. I think they're in play. A lot of people got burned by Singletary last week. I don't know if anybody's going back. But um, how do you feel about this Buffalo-Miami game? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd go back to Singletary. It's not because he went to FAU. Um, it's more the matchup is good. Miami's defense and offense have been playing better the last few four weeks, actually. So they, they're solid. Um, 
I'd say just use Singletary and GPP. I wouldn't say use them in cash at all. But using Josh Allen with John Brown is is a top combo I'm going to use this week. I think uh, this Miami secondary is susceptible to the pass. It is a low scoring total. It might be one of the lowest scoring on the slate. So that does concern me a little bit. But, I mean, we saw what happened with the Giants and Jets last week with their low total. So uh, I think going Allen with John Brown is is the, the way to go. If you want to be sneaky, go Singletary. And then other than that, I'm – I'm not really on anything else, maybe except a few shares of Alan Hearns, who's 5,100. I mean, he played in 80% of the snaps last week. He didn't do much, but um, I can't – I forget who the, the top DB is for, for the Bills. He's going to be on Devontae Parker, so Hearns could be sneaky. That's about you know, it, though. What do you make uh, out of this Buffalo defense? Are they one of your top targets? Are they one of the top defenses on the slate going against Miami, or is Miami a different team now with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm? Uh, I mean, I think they are a different team, and they they kind of did throw all over this Buffalo defense last time. So um, they could get an, uh, you know a touchdown potentially, but for five thousand on Fanduel, it's the most expensive. I'm pretty much on it uh, off of it. I'm uh, I'm paying down on defense this week, so uh, I, I can see if you fit, can have the salary, you can go that route. But they're not on my high list. All right. So this next game is a game that I was kind of targeting. Uh, so I read an article every week for USA Today, and it's pretty sad to me that I write an article, I do my research for it, and I don't play the plays in it. And I go at the end of the week, I'm like, oh, let me go see what my plays did because I write the article on Tuesday. And, you know, a lot of tinkering happens from Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday to Friday. And when Sunday comes, it's like you're you're starting totally fresh. So these articles that I'm running on Tuesday and Wednesday, I go back on Monday, look, hey, how do my picks do? Because I kind of forget who I picked. And they smash every time. And this week I wrote up Dak. Um, I thought Dak was in a great spot this week, bounce back spot. He's been pretty solid all year long, but, but with Stafford out and Driscoll playing, doesn't look like it's going to be a shootout game. And if it's not going to be a shootout game, then I, I lower my liking for Dak, but this lines up as a Dak game for me. So how do you see this game? Is it still Dak? Is it still Cooper? Is it still maybe a Michael Gallup? Or, or are you leaning towards Zeke now that Stafford is confirmed out? No, I'm leaning more towards Zeke. That's that's my play. He's, he's 8,400 on FanDuel. He's... Uh, like third or fourth highest running back on the slate. Uh, Detroit cannot defend the run. They're bottom three in run defense. Um, and and with Driscoll at the helm, I think it's just going to be a Zeke show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do 10 lineups of FanDuel. They're tournament lineups. They're going to be under 300 people total uh, for each one. I, I'll have one Dak and Cooper just in case, you know, Driscoll does find a way to make this a game. Um, I think he's going to be the main target. So, uh, I'm going to have more shares of Zeke, though, than anybody else. And then Dallas defense is probably my top defense now. So that's okay, about you it. you think Dallas defense is going to hold up? Is that because you're a Dallas fan, or do you really <laughs> think their defense is legit? No, I, I think it's pretty legit. I mean, they've been – they're middle of the pack. That's what it is. But it's I, – I believe more in Jeff Driscoll being a terrible quarterback than Dallas defense being good. So that's Wait. why. Okay. And at forty one at forty one hundred on FanDuel, it's it's one of the lower tiers, you know. Uh, I'm I'm highest on them and the Panthers this week on defense. And I mean, I, I just think at the price you, you can't fade it going against Jeff Driscoll. I saw him in college, he was awful. Yeah, Dallas D. Um they do make some sense. Um they are cheap. You know, there's a couple other off there's you know, like you said, Carolina's in play. I think the Redskins are kind of sneaky there too. We'll talk about them in a second. So Obviously, we're both on the same take here. We're pretty much avoiding the Detroit offense. We like the Dallas offense. I still think Dak can have a really good game. I think he'd still be kind of 
I think he's, his ownership drops now. It was maybe 10, 15%. It might go down under 10% now. Um, it is a short slate with all these bye weeks and stuff going on. So, you know, I'm not against the Dak play. I will have some shares of it. Um, now I got Denver and Minnesota, another team that we're pretty much avoiding on one side and we're going to like on the other side. I like Minnesota's defense. They probably come in, I think, as the safest defense, you know, them or the Bills. And probably I lean a little bit towards the Vikings and maybe get a little bit discount. I think their defense overall is is better than the Bills. Um, this offense for the Broncos is pretty terrible. So if they were playing at – and they're playing at home in Minnesota, too, so I give them the bump over Buffalo. So I think Minnesota comes in as my top defense of the week. And what's not to like about, uh, you know, Cook here, too. So I think Cook and the Minnesota defense is a nice pairing. But when you're paying 8600 and McCaffrey's right there, obviously McCaffrey's in a smash spot. So I still want McCaffrey over Cook, but I think Cook is a solid play for cash games. At that discount, you get at both sites. Um, do you have any love for Kirk Cousins or Stefan Diggs or – the resurgent Kyle Rudolph. I think Rudolph um, is probably the best value on this team. Um, how are you pegging this game? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the coffin. So the Vikings defense is, is the number one defense for the slate, in my opinion. I prefer them over the Bills, but it is close. Um, not on Rudolph, not on not on Cousins. The only person I'm, I'm debating is Cook. So with Cook, it's just a matter of, you know, you have to choose a top. This is the running back week. You got to go Christian McCaffrey, Zeke, Cook, Jacobs. Uh, I, I feel like you have to go three of the four. And it makes it very difficult to go Michael Thomas at wide receiver. Uh, Cook's in a smash matchup. I think they're going to turn the ball over inside the, you know, Denver's 20 or 30. And then Cook's just going to pound it in. Or Kirk Cousins going to dump it off a lot. This Denver pass defense is pretty solid, but their run defense is, is bottom 10. So, it's just a matter of which running backs you want. The only person, though, I really like is Cook. What an impressive stat line for Kyle Rudolph last game. He's got four receptions for two touchdowns. How many yards do you think he got? 20 yards. 14. Like, how do you get two <laughs> touchdowns, 14 <laughs> yards receiving, and four receptions? Besides that, like, I think he's kind of interesting, but that stat line kind of kind of worries me a little bit. Like, I got to look into it, but I think – you know, on DraftKings, he's 3.6. FanDuel, 4.5. He's going to be super, super low-owned. Um, mm. If it's Diggs getting most of these receptions and say somehow, some way, you know, Denver stays in his game long enough that they got to throw the ball in the second half, I think Rudolph can be kind of sneaky. There's obviously better tight end spots, but, you know, for a low-owned GPP, can't really hurt you too much. Might find mm. the end zone tight end. I don't mind um, the play in Kyle Rudolph. Now you got New you know, in the Jets and you got the Redskins, two pretty terrible offenses. You know, I really like the game to go over, you know, when they played the Giants. I thought it was a, a game that was kind of going to go under-owned, under and it's going to go way over. I was right. I didn't listen to myself for DFS purposes. I told people to bet it. I told people to stack it. I wrote up Jameson Crowder. Um, I just didn't play it. The only guy I had in that game was the only guy who did bad was Saquon Barkley. Um, so I'm off the Barkley train forever for the rest of the season. I think he's obviously hurt. Um, he burned me, and he's done. Um, but this game doesn't line up the same way for me. This game lines up as, you know, two teams. They're probably going to score maybe 17 to 20 points each. It's going to be a defensive battle. Um, I'm not saying it's going to go under the 38 points, but it's nothing I want um, in regards to offensive players. Um, Terry McLaurin, maybe. Um, I think he's in a good spot, and maybe – 
and go back to the Jamison Crowder well, but I don't think he's going to be in the same spot he was last week. And both these defenses are interesting to me. What do you think? Defensive game? Do you have any sneaky calls? Is it McLaurin? Is it somebody I didn't mention? What are you thinking? Yeah, so I like Washington's defense at, at 4000 on FanDuel. I don't hate it. I, I prefer to go to $100 more for the Cowboys against Jeff Driscoll. Um, I'm off the Jets defense. I, I just think they're too expensive. I know Haskins is going to make mistakes. Both defenses are terrible. Uh, I think the only play I like really is Jameson Crowder just because – uh, I mean, I don't believe in the revenge narrative like like our boy DJ does, but I think this could be a, a good game for him against a bad defense, and he's going to go low owned. I mean, I have him projected right now like two, three percent owned, and if that's the case, I am all in on Jamison Crowder. I mean, I'll I'll have a a share of Sam Darnold with Crowder, but that's about it. Um, other than that, I mean, McLaurin, yeah, but I, I just think there's no rapport right now with Haskins. If it was Case Keenum, I'd be all over McLaurin because he loves to throw to him. But I'm, I'm just on, really, Jameson Crowder and maybe the Washington defense. And then Ryan Griffin, too, as a pivot tight end at 4,800. I think he's okay. That's, that's DJ's boy also. But other than that, I'm, I'm pretty off this game for the most part, except for the Jets side. Yeah, I think it's a game to fade. You know, maybe a little bit more on DraftKings where you get that PPR. Maybe you can go to a Crowder type. But I don't know. I was, I was feeling it last week, and my gut's telling me just to stay away here. Just, And I see the Jets winning the game. Um, I see that being a tight game, and I think they're going to lean on running the ball and slowing down the clock here. And Haskins going to make some mistakes. They might get a defensive touchdown one way or another. So I'm staying away here. Um, the next game is going to be an interesting game now. Um you know, I was talking to you guys last week about what to do with these tight ends on, on Tampa Bay. And O.J. Howard woke up from the dead, and he was the tight end to kind of have, you know, for a low-owned, cheap guy. I'm not going back to the well this week. Um, it's going to be a Michael Thomas week for me. I think, you know, kind of like last week I told you guys, I was right on two, you know, sorry about Saquon, Bart. You know, I was locking in Michael Thomas. I'm doing the same thing this week. This is – Dude is averaging, like, the numbers are ridiculous. I don't remember seeing a, a wide receiver put up these numbers. You know, he's averaging 114 yards receiving a game. It's just out of this world. The only thing he's not doing is finding the end zone. The, the week he finds the end zone, you know, once or twice, he's probably going to put up, like, a, a 40 to 50-point drafting game, and it's going to come soon. So I'm going to play him for the rest of the year. They have nobody else to throw the ball to. This is going to be a tighter game than people think. Uh, I think New Orleans has been struggling, so they're going to, you know, really try to put their foot on the pedal this game. They got to win this game. Um, so Michael Thomas is a lock for me. Drew Brees is in a solid spot here. You know, I'm pretty sure I saw news late that um, there's going to be some injuries on the secondary. Is that correct for New Orleans? Uh, yeah. Um, Marshawn Lattimore is out. So Yeah. So that, that I like Tampa a lot. More. Mm-hmm. You know, that definitely opens up a lot. So I think both Evans and Godwin become in play. Um, it's been playing like roulette with the both of them. Evans has been winning it out. Everybody loves Godwin, and he's going to pay off once again. But I think Evans is the, the safer play here because he's been more consistent this year, even though Godwin's got the better name for whatever reason and people like him more. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't really been doing it. Um, not finding the end zone in the last four games. He hasn't really had a good game since like week five, week six. Um, had some you know decent games versus Carolina about a month ago, but – how do you lean on the, the New Orleans side, the Tampa Bay side? Do you like Jared Cook at all? Um, is he interesting to you? Is Kamar interesting? Or is it just Breeze mm-hmm. Thomas and one of these receivers for uh, Tampa Bay? 
Yeah, I'm off, so I'm off the tight ends. I'm off Cook. I think he's too expensive on FanDuel at 6K. Uh, I'm off the running backs. These are both top five rush defenses. So I am fading both of them hard. Uh, Drew Brees, by the way, a little side note, broke my heart last week throwing zero touchdowns. Uh, I, I couldn't believe that against Atlanta. Um, yeah. So, I, again, just to – I don't want to repeat what you said, but Michael Thomas is a lock. He's a lock. He's the receiver lock of the week, hands down. Play him in cash, GPP, everything. Um, and then I, I like Drew Brees, but he, he did. I do. I am a little skeptical because of last week. Uh, I don't know if he's still hurt, but, you know, the week before the bye, he did play really well. So he could, he could smash this week. So I'll have a Drew Brees with Michael Thomas stack, but I'll have Michael Thomas all over the place, probably in nine of my ten lineups. And then for Jameis, I'll have two. Now that Lattimore's out and they're pretty banged up, I'll have two lineups. Uh, and it's the same thing I've been preaching for the last two weeks. I'll have Jameis with Evans and then Jameis with Godwin with the same exact lineup. And I'm going to go back to the well and do it. So. And FanDuel makes it easy. They make them pretty much the same price, so it's pretty easy to do that. I think Cook is a little bit more interesting on DraftKings than FanDuel. I think he's playable on DraftKings at 4,400. It's not you know in that top, top tier like he is in FanDuel where it's, you're going to be so close, you might as well get you know Andrews. But the discount he gives you on DraftKings – with Thomas being the only, you know, real wide receiver on that team, I think he's interested on DraftKings at 4.4. I got him over Doyle at 4,000. I got him pretty close to Zach Ertz at 5,000. So if I land and I need a guy at that 4,000 range, I don't mind playing Jared Cook. I think he ends up being the number two receiver on the team. I think Breeze is not injured. They just couldn't protect him last week. Um, Atlanta just basically brought the blitz every single down. Cook did get six receptions, 74 yards. Um, so pretty much every ball is going to Jared Cook or Michael Thomas. I'd say like out of every four balls thrown, three goes to Thomas, one goes to Cook. And then every once in a while, they'll try to throw the ball to 10 good, but it's really not working out for them. So I think Cook is in play as well, more in DraftKings than Fandle. Um, here's a game that we're going to be targeting heavily. There's two running backs we want in this game. It's Atlanta and Carolina. Atlanta woke up from the dead and put a hurting on New Orleans. They're not going to be able to stop Christian McCaffrey, though. It's going to be impossible. Um, he's going to run the ball like wildfire through this offense. And I think Brian Hill is probably your top value player of the slate. Carolina is really bad against the run. You know, DJ's been calling it every single week. You've been behind it. I've been behind it. We were attacking these Carolina, you know, linebacker and, and defensive core. Um, so Brian Hill, 5,900 on FanDuel. He's even cheaper on DraftKings. He has to be a lock in your, you know, in your, um, DraftKings cash games at 4.8. I spent most of my fab budget, whatever the hell you want to call it, for season long <laughs> on this dude. I've been waiting all year long. I started off 5-1, and one, and then I haven't really touched my team. I have Antonio Brown still on my team, just hoping to God that he somehow comes back. Um, I didn't spend any of my fab budget. I lost like three or four games in a row. Now I'm fighting for a playoff spot, so I spent pretty much half my fab budget and got Brian Hill. I think he's you know, he might finish a year. They're not playing for much. Freeman's pretty much hurt coming off injuries. So if I can get good two or three weeks out of Brian Hill, um, I think I, I did a good move there. He's a lock. Um, I don't see any reason not to play him. He looks good last week in, in the half a game he had. So lock for me. Christian McCaffrey, I'm going to try to get him in as many lineups as possible. The question marks come with Julio Jones, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Calvin Ridley. Um, you got some cheap wide receivers and cheap tight ends, too. Um, with Greg Olson, I think he's pretty 
pretty safe at 5,000 too. So tell me, you don't have to tell me about the running backs. Um, Brian mm-hmm. Hill's good. Sure. McCaffrey's great. Talk about these wide receivers and quarterbacks though. Yeah. So for quarterback, Colin is my favorite play of the week. Uh, he's going to be, yeah, he's, he's going to be in five of my 10 tournament lineups. He's $7,200 on FanDuel. He's projecting around 10, 11% ownership, which I love. Uh, it's just Atlanta's defense. I think, you know, people might see, oh, they shut down the saints and whatnot. I don't think like a a seasoned DFS pro like us, um, we'll see that and be like, no, Atlanta sucks. They've been trashed all year long. So I think Kyle Allen, um, you, you know, as we mentioned, we need, we need to save salary if we want McCaffrey Thomas. So Kyle Allen is, is a top play at quarterback given his salary. Um, and given that Atlanta's pass defense is bottom five in the league, it's, it's just a smash matchup. And then you have DJ Moore, who's averaging like seven, eight, nine catches the last three weeks a, uh, a game. Uh, it's, it's, it's a killer matchup. And that's his favorite receiver, hands down. So, so let me um, ask a question. Let me cut you off for one second. Are you playing sure. Kyle Allen as a fade to Christian McCaffrey? Or are you playing them together in your core lineup? How are you working that? I'm yeah. interested to hear that. You know, I want to yeah. know your take. Because I see I'm Kyle pretty... Allen at 7.2. I see Josh Allen at 7.8. I see Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, 7.6, 7.8. So what's the play in Allen? Yeah, so so my favorite receiver of the slate, uh, besides Michael Thomas, is DJ Moore. I just uh, He's in a smash matchup. He's going – he's 6,000 on FanDuel. It's a good way to save salary too. I mean, when you get into that 5,500 to 6,000 range, that's a good salary saver. So – I like DJ Moore. He, he likes him as a target. So for Kyle Allen, it's just stacking it. That's And I'll, I'll stack Kyle Allen, Christian McCaffrey, and DJ Moore. And, and I just said five of my 10 lineups. I'll do it in four of my 10 and then have one with Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is a little less appealing because he's more expensive. And I don't know why he's more expensive on FanDuel than DJ Moore because DJ Moore has just been smashing. I mean, look at DJ Moore's last two matchups. Um, you know, I'll pull, I can pull up his game log while – uh, I, you know, I like more hand, hand it over to you, but I was, yeah. I was never really a fan, though. Like, Moore is obviously he's been getting a ton of targets 11, 10, mm. 9, 10, 8 mm. in his last five games. So I get mm-hmm. that. You know, Moore is a great play. Mm-hmm. I just don't, you know, in tournaments, you want to get McCaffrey to score two touchdowns. You know, then you're going to need Kyle Allen to score three touchdowns and DJ Moore to get two touchdowns and win these big GPPs. Do you see this offense putting up? You know, 35, 40 points here. Is that what you're projecting after them? Definitely. They're projected to score 27 right now. I can see them scoring 38 to 41 points easily. Uh, and I think Atlanta can turn it around and score 30 on them too, um, you know, given how it's bad as Carolina's run defense is. But for, for Carolina, it's just a good matchup. And I can see Kyle Allen throwing Christian McCaffrey two touchdowns also. Um, it's just a matter of DJ Moore will – hit value and i think at six thousand, he can easily hit value with all those targets you know he's he's hit double digit targets in more than half the games this year so i, I just think it's a killer matchup i like how Allen because of the price he projects well uh i'm gonna sell you on it jay you're gonna have a few lineups with it i'm telling you yeah with kyle allen though like i was telling people last week i don't know if it was on serious or i was on a podcast with you guys when i like certain players um I try to find where they're priced better. You know, I think on DraftKings at 5,300 on Kyle Allen when there's a, you know, when you're comparing Kyle Allen to the top quarterback on the slate, Lamar Jackson, it's a $4,400 discount. I mean, a $2,400 discount on DraftKings. On FanDuel, it only ends up being, I think, like a $1,000 discount or 
Uh, yeah, sixteen hundred. Like yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, on DraftKings, I like it a lot more at fifty three hundred. On on FanDuel, not as much. I'll be honest. I I don't know how safe he is, dude. He's mm-hmm. he hasn't really broken out since his first start. I know this is probably the yeah. best matchup, but I'm sure you'll mm-hmm. take twenty points out of him. You get twenty points, but the only time he did twenty was in week three versus Arizona when the team did put up um, 38 points and he got four touchdowns, I believe. But outside of that game, um, Mm. he's been 15, 18, 13, three, Mm. you know, the matchup is great, but you know, Mm. you saw what, you know, happened to breeze last week, you know, maybe they're playing for pride right now and they're playing better than they, they were before. Um, Mm. I'm not totally against it, but I do like it more on DraftKings. I will have some shares just for you. Um, but <laughs> what are you doing about the backside of this game? Who do you like from the Atlanta side? Is it just Brian Hill or you like Julio and, uh, the receivers here? So I like Brian, I like Brian Hill and I actually like Ridley more. I know Ridley hasn't broken out. He hasn't had that breakout game per se. I mean, he's only had, you know, over five targets one time this year. I mean, sorry, over five receptions one time this year. And he's, he's hit over 10 points in more than half his games, because he, but he's touchdown dependent. And I think he could sneak a touchdown in. So I'm more on him. Again, it's because of salary. 5,500 on FanDuel, that's that's nothing. So yeah, we're uh, gone too. These receptions mm-hmm. are going to go elsewhere. You know, so I think Julio is probably close to your top wide receiver outside of Michael Thomas. I think if you're going to pay up, you get Michael Thomas. But if there's a way to get Thomas with Julio Jones, I really like that, man. I, I think that's a... You know, a smash spot here. You know, Matt Ryan looked better. He was balling last week. You know, he got nine targets. He's been pretty much close to double-digit targets every week. Um, Earlier this season, he was smashing, finding the end zone. He's been, you know, on some off mm-hmm. games uh, as of late. But I think Julio's if, – if this game's going to go shootout, I think it's Julio Jones. If they mm-hmm. get vultured and Brian Hill gets all the touchdowns, I won't be mad. But – I definitely will try to get Julio if I'm game stacking this game over mm-hmm. uh, Ridley. But for the discount, Ridley makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I agree. So yeah. now we're talking about Arizona, San Francisco. Um, I'm not playing anybody from the Arizona side. I think San Francisco's defense, you know, after losing a tough game um, that went back and forth forever, um, I think they're going to be out to prove something that they're not a fluke, you know, that they can beat good teams and bad teams. And I think they put a hurting on Kyler Murray in this game. So it's a short week. It was an overtime game. Um, you know, I'm not in love with anybody in this game, to be honest with you. The only thing I, I would target is the San Francisco defense. Um, do you have any plays from this game? Yeah, my main play is uh, Ross Dwelly. I think I was talking to you and DJ about that. He's 4,900 on FanDuel. Kittle's doubtful to play. Arizona can't defend the tight end. And, and Dwelly saw eight targets last week when he played for Kittle. Or, sorry, okay. seven targets. But uh, I mean, he didn't do much with it. He only had 24 yards receiving and three catches, but I think that's just going to increase with their receivers banged up. Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is 50-50 to play. So if Sanders doesn't play, I'm definitely all in on Dwelly. Uh, if he does play, I'm a little skeptical on it, but that's about it. I mean, Tevin Coleman's interesting, too, at 67 on Fandle. Yeah, I'm seeing Matt Breida. Breida. Mm-hmm. Uh, doubtful. Is he confirmed out now or no? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's pretty much ruled out. They said, uh, and, and most play, are, man with with mm-hmm. Mozart gone or questionable, mm-hmm. Breda doubtful. If 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 I knew one of these San Fran running backs are gonna get the boatload of the carries, man, Coleman mm-hmm. is is a nice value play. I feel like, man, I think I think I gotta take a deeper look here and, and make sure I'm you know paying attention to you know these injuries. 
maybe it's a week, dude, to 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 go Coleman and Hill and mm-hmm. just just try to fade McCaffrey and, and stay <laughs> the high end and maybe go like a Julio um Julio situation with Michael Thomas and, and pay up at another spot here because yeah. Coleman He's an he's a really good value play on on, on Fanduel, I think, man. That, yeah, that's yeah, no. six point seven for a guy that's gonna basically probably be up 14, 20 points in the second half, and if he's gonna be the lead back for the whole entire game, I think he goes over a hundred. I think he finds the end zone once or twice. And how do you feel about this matchup against Arizona's run defense? Do you think it's something that he'll just blow through all game long? Yeah, I think I think he will, and and as you mentioned, they're gonna have the lead. They're gonna pound the ball in. Uh, he got pretty much shut down that Halloween Halloween game against Arizona, but I think you know San Fran's out to to show they're the real deal, and they're gonna just pound the ball down their throats. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that good. He's got receivers that are pretty banged up. He doesn't have Kittle. I think they're gonna rely on the run, and I think he's gonna see a lot of catches too. So I don't I don't hate to play on DraftKings either, but he is too cheap on on FanDuel. I mean on on DraftKings he's 6100 so. If there's cool. a way to maybe get um him into the flex with Hill and McCaffrey, I don't know if it's possible. I think it is. You know, mm-hmm. if you're playing Thomas. I was about to tell you I did it. I did it already. I'm looking at the lineup I made. It, it so you has got McCaffrey, Hill, Thomas, Coleman. Oh yeah. I got all four. And then I got Cowboys defense too and Dwelly. So, it's it's a sexy I don't lineup. Know about the double San Fran. I think we can find another tight end that maybe be a little cheaper, but I like where I'm going with this core. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm going to I'm going to stay on this, but we got a couple more games to go through here, so let's just look at what's left. Um New England Philadelphia, I think you're going to be slept on. I think this is going to be a game that people forget about. And you were talking about a dude that you liked. My gut's tell me to play Brady. I don't know why. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. I think he's a better play than uh, what's that guy's name? That's his first time in the year, and he's he's filling in for a guy who can't dress. Um, I think Brady's in a better spot, man, against Philly. Philly's been playing better. He's going to go on a road. This should be the first game outside of the Baltimore game where he's going to have to play well for them to win this game. I think Philly's been playing a lot better this, you know, these last couple of weeks. And you look at Brady's, you know, box scores. I'm not saying I'm a box score guy, but you compare him to your boy Allen, and I'm going to vote Brady. Uh, for six hundred dollars more, sell me off Brady, please. <laughs> I, I just for for Brady, it's just he's hit or miss this year. He's he's mean, older guys. Well, what he's, hit or uh, miss here, man? He's averaging eighteen. I know, I know, but still, he got five just, twenty point games. He had just, one bad game against Buffalo, but that's when the weather was crazy, and that's a really good defense. And he still scored fourteen against you know Baltimore in a in a tough loss, but. Yeah. So his la- I'm looking at his last three weeks, all right? So uh-huh. the Jets, Cleveland, and Baltimore, right? That's who he's played. He hit 13 FanDuel points, 18, and 15. He- those were mediocre teams at best, especially defensively. Well, uh, the Baltimore. Jets are- Baltimore's better now. I think they're a better team now. And yeah. The play I- up. The Jets play up for the Patriots, so, you know. Yeah, you could say that. That's fine. But he also, in his first – in his five of his first six games, he played against Washington, the Giants, the Jets, Miami, and Pittsburgh. Those are teams that he should have over 25. I, I think he should have over 25 here also. Like, he should, but I don't think he will. I think it's it's going to be lower scored than I think um, than it's projected. I mean, they're they're projected to score 24, the implied total right now for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like Brady this week. I, I 
I know you said people are sleeping in it. I'm sleeping on it too. I, I like the receivers. Don't get me wrong. Like Sanu is a, is a good price. Edelman could be sneaky for a higher play, but I mean, you can pay up elsewhere. But I'm not on Brady. I, I just like too many other quarterbacks this week over Brady. Like I'm gonna uh, check these, <laughs> I'm gonna check these weather reports because I'm seeing a little speckle of rain. Um, mm-hmm. if it's weather that might get me off them, but if if it's clear out in Philly, remember this Philadelphia secondary is a, is a defense that we were attacking early in the year. Like I said, they've gotten a little bit better. I don't know what made them better. Maybe they're playing with more heart right now, whatever the case may be. They've been better as of late. Um, the eye test is showing me that, and they've been stopping teams. But I don't know. This is a team that we were just picking on early. I wish Brady had a, a, a tight end here. You know, I wish he had Gronk or somebody that can catch the ball. I'm um, not really, you know, too confident in Ben Watson. So he's really got no weapons. I think, you know, James White is sneaky a little bit. I think they're going to be using him a lot in this game out of the backfield. So maybe on DraftKings, he's been averaging, you know, over 10 points a game. If he finds his way in the end zone again, I think he could put up 20 DraftKings points. I think he's kind of sneaky, very low owned here. I don't know. If the weather's clear, I'm going to play some Brady shares. Um, I'll definitely play more Brady shares on FanDuel than on DraftKings. I'll I'll vote Kyle Allen on DraftKings at an $1,100 discount. But on FanDuel, where they're so close, I'm going to take more Brady than um, – than uh, Kyle Allen, so we'll see that. See how that goes. Well, we'll have a little friendly bet. I got Brady over <laughs> Allen. You got Allen over Brady, right? Uh, yeah, I do. I think right. this is the Kyle Allen week. He's gonna he's gonna do his uh, twenty five point scoring. So he's gonna play you, better than Drew Brees, basically. You're calling a better than Drew Brees yeah. game. No, I mean that's crazy, but it could happen. Yeah. No, I'm saying Drew that, Brees. No, better than Drew Brees last week versus the Falcons. Oh, I'm not saying oh better yeah. Than, better than Drew Brees oh. versus the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, Drew Brees is just – I don't want to talk about that game. Let's that move bad. on. That was Let's bad. See. That was bad. All right, so last game in the slate, um, Derek Carr, maybe. Tyrell Williams, maybe. Darren Waller, maybe. Josh Jacobs, probably. Um, he's probably the best player in this game. Oakland defense, potentially – um, is in play. They're expensive on FanDuel. 5K for the Raiders defense at home versus the worst offense in the league. I guess so. Uh, it makes sense, but 5K for the Raiders defense kind of hurts to look at. Um, on DraftKings, if it's a little bit cheaper, you know, the Raiders are still 5K. I can't do it. Um, I'd rather play the Bills or the Vikings there, but maybe I have a share or two. Um, Waller, he's in a great spot, man. He's going to mm-hmm. get, you know, He's gonna get ten points. He's expensive. You like? Are you playing any of these? You know, um, Raiders, or are you just fading it just because Cincinnati sucks so badly? <laughs> well, Cincinnati sucks so bad, but look at Lamar Jackson's week last week. You know, with Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, they all went off. Uh, yep. I think it, I think it could happen again. Um, I'm not gonna play the Raiders' defense. They're one of the worst pass defenses. So I mean, uh, I don't know. they can they can easily score on Ryan Finley. I, I get it, but. Uh, I prefer the, you know, the Bills this week over them on defense. On tight end, Waller's the top play of the week. Uh, Mark Andrews scored two touchdowns against them last week. Uh, the Bengals actually are a top ten defense against the tight end. Surprisingly, they're top ten in something. Um, but again, I think it's just going to continue. They're, Waller's going to score. He's due after you know two or three bad games. Derek Carr's another one of my favorite plays um, at quarterback. I think uh, he's in a smash spot. Uh, Tyrell Williams would be good for GPPs, and you can use him as a salary saver too at 6,200 on FanDuel. 
But really, the the play is Josh Jacobs. I mean, he's playing against the worst run defense in the league. Um, you know, they're up there with Detroit and Carolina, but they are the worst. They allow 185 rushing yards per game. Um, it's just a matter of time. I think Jacobs is going to just smash them apart. So that's, yeah, that's my take on this been getting, The reason why they're running defense is so bad is because they can't score. They're getting scored on a bunch. And pretty much the entire second half, the other team's running the ball. That's why they're allowing, like, I think last time I checked, they're allowing like 170 yards a game or something ridiculous like that um, against the run because they can't put up points. They have 173 yards a game they're allowing. You know, league worse. Um, other teams, when you look at it, they allow 120. An average defense, a, a great defense will be under 100. They're allowing 170 yards a game, which is just absurd. Um, it's yeah. You know, you never see it. Um, it's crazy. So I think Jacobs in the, in the best spot for these Raiders. I think Derek Carr, again, you know, when I look at a fan duel, you know, Derek Carr again versus Kyle Allen, it's close for me, man. They're pretty much the same price here. I'm assuming you're still going Allen over Carr. Uh, yeah, I mean, it hurts to say it. I just think they're just going to run and pound the ball in more than pass it so that's why I lean more towards Kyle and I think he's gonna have to throw the ball more than Derek Carr will I think you know they'll have to get to a point where it's a blowout but I think it's just gonna be the Josh Jacobs show personally I mean I think Derek Carr will throw two two or three touchdowns still um and it could be to Waller and to Tyrell but I uh again Kyle Allen's my favorite play this week just because of his pricing I mean you you said it on DraftKings especially but I like him on FanDuel too no it makes sense out of the value guys just simply because you know, Atlanta can score with him, you know, so there's a chance to be more of a shootout game where with Derek Carr, you know, I'm not really expecting Finley and the Bengals who aren't playing for anything. AJ Green's out. Um, they're just out there. You know, they're just out there playing, try to not get hurt. So they're probably not going to put up a lot of points. So it's going to be more Josh Jacobs. It's going to be just padding his stats. And Derek Carr, he's got to get his points early. He can easily score for two touchdowns, three touchdowns. But, you know, there's a risk there. But I, I like both of them. I, I'm not against Kyle Allen. I'm not mm-hmm. against Derek Carr. I like them both. Um, I like Brady. I like Matt Ryan that we didn't really talk about. I like Jameis Winston. So we we got in all the games. Um, I'm going to look at, you know, Avi's cheat sheet right here on windailysports.com. This is a premium service that we got going on. And, you know, pretty much he's in line with everything he says. He likes Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Kyle Allen. One guy you didn't mention, um, Nick Foles. Um, they're mm-hmm. not – we skipped that game somehow, so we can talk about that. You didn't catch me, but um, yeah, Nick Foles, you like that as well. Who do you like paired with Nick Foles if you're gonna if you're gonna stack this game up at all? That's that's the problem. I I, I don't know because Nick Foles only played a half a game with the Jaguars. Um, it seems he like looked he, good in that he, half game. I had him that did. week too. He I yeah. had him that week, and that was the first Gardner Mystery game, and I had a, a smash team. It's probably my best week I had. And I still had Foles in that game. Um, if Foles finished that game, I could be, you know, probably up like five or six figures because I had a really mm-hmm. solid team that week. But uh, yeah, you be a really millionaire. You look really good. I'm about millionaire, but yeah, I had a good team. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It could be DJ Chark. It could be DD Westbrook. But Westbrook is pretty banged up, so I, I lean more pairing him with Chark. Uh, he's 7,000 on FanDuel. I'm going to have a lineup with him. Uh, again, I'm doing 10 lineups. I'm going to have one with Foles, with, with Chark most likely. Um, and that's about it on this game. I'm not on anything else. 
Um, so I'm I don't, go I don't like. Yeah, I'll go through a couple more of Avi's free picks here. He also at running backs. You know, it's pretty much the same thing he just said. McCaffrey, Zeke, Jacobs in his top line. Um, Coleman, Sigmundary, Brian Hill. Um, he likes Brian Hill so much he listed him twice on this cheat sheet. Um, one has a punt and one has a value play. Guy well, he is a punt, man. A guy we didn't mention, McKissick and Balage. Do you want to talk about them all or just pump plays? Value? No, those are pump. Those are pump plays. Those are large entry. You know, if you want to be different and not go Brian Hill, then you go those two guys. All right, some more free DFS pro picks. He puts Michael Thomas as his top wide receiver. Nobody else with him in the category. Um, then he likes John Brown, DJ Moore, Jameson Crowder, Curtis Samuel, um, D.D. Westbrook, Debo Samuel. I kind of like Debo, too, for a sneaky play. I picked him up in my season-long league this week, too. Um, he likes Darren Waller, Greg Olson, which I like as well. I think he's a good value on DraftKings. Um, his boy, Dwelly, Ryan Griffin with Herndon out. Um that's pretty interesting there. Then defenses, pretty much the same teams we mentioned. Bills, Panthers, Redskins, Dolphins. Um, little sneaky of <laughs> the Dolphins. Um, yeah. I can see it, but also worries me a little bit. And then, you know, he's got the stacks that he likes. He likes the Saints, the Bills, the Raiders. Um, and he, he wrote down a four-letter word next to the Panthers. He loves them. So make sure you stack those Panthers. Avi, any finishing touches here? Anybody you want to mention? Um, who's going to be your highly highest owned guy, and who is going to be on the millionaire um, lineup? You think this week on DraftKings? Yeah, my uh, my highest owned guys is going to be McCaffrey. I think hands down he's the he's the lock of the week. And then on the millionaire lineup, it's it's going to be I don't mean it's not going to be Kyle Allen because I think he'll be he'll garner some ownership between ten and fifteen percent. I mean he is cheap, so you can build a killer lineup. But I think it's going to be Nick Foles. I think Foles Nick will be the Foles, huh? Yeah. yeah that's going to be the guy. Nick Foles, man. Yeah, he's going to be on the, the millionaire, the millie maker. So he's the, 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 the contrarian play, the pivot off of Allen, Nick Foles on the millionaire lineup. I kind of like that call. Um, in these defense been good, though, man. I, I don't know if I can get behind that. I really don't. First game back. Um, I like Foles, but that indie defense, man, I don't know what they do. I don't know how they win games, but, you know, all their games kind of stay at that uh, stay at that level. I think the guy in the millionaire lineup, I'll call out Tevin Coleman. You know, I think he's going to be kind of sneaky. Um, the obvious play is going to be McCaffrey and, and Brian Hill. Um, they're both in great spots, but I think the sneaky guy is the guy who gets Tevin Coleman because a lot of ownership is going to go to Hill. And one of the top end guys, I think McCaffrey or Zeke. Um, so I like I like Tevin Coleman on a millionaire lineup. I think he's cheap in a good spot. Um, way too cheap on FanDuel as well. So that's pretty much it. WindDailySports.com. Uh, we slid all of our users over to Discord. So if you are a premium member and you're stuck on Slack, I think we got everybody over. We did a really good job in the last 24 hours. So everybody's on Discord now. That premium membership that gets you on Discord, um, we're – I have other pros, you know, like myself and Avi, you know, checking out these optimal lineups that we're pushing out. Um, thanks to uh, Gustavo, who's just, he's, he's a DFS pro that's been doing it for the past seven, eight years with me. And I've known him for a long time. And he's crushing the NBA and he's helping everybody out. And we got football, of course. We got NHL. We have, I don't know about you, Avi, but I've been missing soccer. But every time in, in Slack and Discord, these guys are, like, crushing soccer. Like, I keep on missing out because I don't even know what times they play, to be honest. But 
They've been crushing soccer, sports betting. So if you haven't signed up yet, windailysports.com. It's $20 a month for a premium membership. If you want to sign up for free, um, just check it out. It's it's a lot of free info up there. And we do have our free roll on FanDuel. All you got to do is go to fanduel.com backslash windaily, all in lowercase. And first place wins a one-year membership, uh, premium membership to talk to us in Discord and get access to all our projection models and our cheat sheets and stuff like that. So make sure you... You know, check out that free roll, fanduel.com backslash windaily, and check out the site, windailysports.com. You know, Avi writes an article. We write cheat sheets, projection models. We got it all up there. So, you know, make sure you check it out, and uh, we hope to see you soon and cash in some checks, man.